I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach, and today we're going to have one of those discussions that completely fascinates me, and it's a question that we keep getting so often on Instagram and from our listeners, which is all about happiness. You know, it's something that we all pursue. It is something that we feel that that is what our life is supposed to be made up of. And then we get all sorts of wondering about, you know, is happiness possible? Is happiness real? What what is the essence of happiness? So today we have with us our guest Sri Ram, who is going to talk about happiness habits. And I think that's the perfect, you know, synergy between the habit coach and talking about happiness habits. So Sri Ram, welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. You know, Sri Ram, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get into this whole, you know, aspect of happiness and habits? Sure thing. All right. So uh, I've been in the corporate world for now about twenty-four years, and uh, mostly in HR through that uh, spectrum, and hence have give, you know gotten the opportunity to work closely with people, observe behaviors, and and see what successes and and what performances and what productivities and so on. and uh, and then i was able to look at it from my own lens of seeing okay you know how am i doing and i grew quickly worked hard i grew but at some points of time i found that you know i was not really happy and uh, so this you know this this start bothering me saying that okay i'm successful by many metrics that you would you know kind of normally consider but why is it that i don't feel good inside okay and that's what started the you know kind of uh, journey of saying okay as a corporate professional looking at it from a lens of today's generation what is it that i need to really do and and i went through an episode where you know kind of uh, things went a little bad and i realized that you know i need to start now and that prompted me to you know kind of uh, go faster into this uh, journey and as i figured out stuff i started looking at thing practicing different modalities and so on uh, there was a formula that i was able to see which you know which is what i felt was you know kind of good for me to kind of put together as a framework and and hence you know i started writing my book happiness habits which is getting launched uh, in a month or so and and you know through that uh, frame what we've done is you know given small implementable habits for people because this illusion that happiness is something which is beyond our grasp something which will happen when something else happens all of that is is really not valid it, it happens daily and you have to do something about it then you know that that's what reaches you there so that's the that's the way that i've gone about this whole thing and i've continued to you know kind of pursue my you know profession as a hr professional where i'm also able to use some of these learnings as you know trainings for my uh you know people in the office and they gain something out of it and you know i've also been able to get some insights through their responses and i've you know kind of evolved this framework based on that so that's you know that's how uh, this whole thing is that's evolved and uh, i'm looking forward to really making a difference to the lives of people like me because you know there is a certain expectation there is a certain lifestyle there's certain way we do things and happiness is missing and really that's something that we need to crack this is a time in in the entire history of the universe where we are most comfortable okay and yet if you are not happy then there's something wrong and really it's not that unachievable 
I think I'll, I'll stop there. And you know, I, I absolutely love what you're saying because we're constantly thinking that you know we're achieving, 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 and at the same time, at the end, if you're not really satisfied or happy with what it is, then you're wondering what it is that you're achieving. And I think this is the perfect time for me to ask you your definition of happiness because that is different for different people as well. So, how do you define happiness? Okay, so uh, that's a difficult question because you know I've looked at it from a broader framework. I've looked at it as saying that when you make progress on certain dimensions, then you reach a state of mind, you know, and that state of mind is where you feel good about yourself. you enjoy the moment that in, the, in what i'm doing today i'm happy as a thing and you know your your fear and the anxiety that normally kind of pervades you tends to dissipate so it's in a thing where you are ready for anything that gets thrown at you and still maintain that internal you know kind of stability which you know is not that disturbed by what's happening outside and for me i think that's that whole state when you're in that state then you know you your approach to life your ability to deal with stuff everything kind of improves as a thing so it's not a concept of ecstasy for me it's more a concept of you know calmness peace you know where i i'm able to give my attention to what is happening and really experience life life is supposed to be experienced in all its dimensions in in, the, in in its good good and bad situations but it's more about the fact that can you deal with that and still you know kind of feel good Understood. and it's a difficult state it's not that easy a state to achieve okay but it's possible and i think that's that's the message that stuck for me i love what you said it's a difficult state but it's possible yeah. and um, just last week in fact somebody on instagram we were doing an ama ask me anything on instagram and one person said do you think happiness is overrated i was like acha <laughs> like where did you get this concept from like do you think happiness is overrated what do you mean what, what what would your answer be to that like do you think happiness is overrated or at least the pursuit of happiness overrated of course not i think that's the purpose of our lives okay if you're not going to pursue happiness what else are you going to pursue this you know this because everything else is an illusion everything else nothing is Uh, things that you're going to take away from but if you are happy you enjoy your life what happens is that people around you sense that they feel good okay and if you can leave that as your legacy that's pretty much what you're meant to do as a thing because we are all meant to be happy it's just that we muddled it up in in such a way that you know it becomes an occasional blip rather than something that's supposed to be more consistent as a Is it a it's constant thing, or is it a is it a constant thing that you can be in? Can you be in a constant state of happiness? I don't think I've reached that state, hmm. so uh, so I don't want to you know kind of claim that uh, as a thing. Uh, but I know that the possibility is certainly there for it to be a majority of your time. Can you be happy? I think that possibility is certainly on. Lovely. Okay. So that's that's the way I would put it. I think you know because you will have situations which are not favorable. but the fact is that if you are in a happy mindset you're able to recover more quickly you're able to get back to you know a better state faster so those are the advantages rather than saying oh i you know i think that's that's not happened to me yet maybe it will i don't know but not yet but i know that you know it 
majority of the time, you know, your experiences can be more positive. Lovely. That is possible. Lovely. Lovely. So when people are getting on this journey of happiness, right? They're saying, okay, I'm done with my, the way that my life is right now. And I want to get, start getting better. And I want my happiness habits in place. What is the starting point that people should take? You know, like take us through this journey. All right. So, uh, I think the first aspect of this is to really figure out what our, you know, constructs about happiness are today, because there are a lot of myths. Some of the myths are money will make me happy. Success will make me happy. Pleasure will make me happy. Okay. Control of things will make me happy. Okay. And all of these have certainly some element of comfort, which comes through but they are not the path to your happiness because these are all external. The moment you are searching for happiness outside, then that's a wild goose chase. You're never going to be able to find it. So the search has to turn inward. That's the first part, which, which of course all, you know, the wisdom traditions have always spoken about it. It's just been ignored and it's been said, oh, okay, all that is, you know, blah, blah. Somebody is talking about it at some point of time. It doesn't work, but really that's the truth that, that is the fact that we are searching for it outside and with more materials, more technology, the search for outside, you know, outside comforts has gone up so much that, you know, our dependency on, on that to make us happy is increasing. Correct. And that certainly is not a good strategy. So first is to understand these myths and the mindset that we have around, you know, if this happens, I will be happy. If that happens, I will be happy. And that will happen. And for a moment, you'll be happy. And then, you know, it kind of weans off and then you're saying, oh, okay, that, that is too short. You know, can it be longer? So, so that's the first part of it is to really look at it from an angle of what mindset are we approaching happiness? What are our current, you know, systems that are, you know, like our beliefs. We have a lot of beliefs which have been, you know, kind of, uh, in a way, dumped into us by society, by our parents, by our upbringing and so on. And we use those as the criteria to evaluate, you know, uh, happiness, but none of those are actually valid. The only valid fact is that you need to go inside. You need to, you know, you need to become a better person. When you become a better person, when you are doing some contribution, when you learn to do certain aspects of your life, then your, you know, happiness quotient improves. So that's the first aspect: mindset. Look at it differently. Okay, go search for happiness internal. Make the search internal rather than external. Now, coming to the, you know, how do you practically look at it from a frame that I can understand and do something about it, okay? So then we start with the first, you know, quest that I've, you know, kind of mentioned in the book, Happiness Habits, is about saying better me. Focus on, you know, living a virtuous life, which is virtuous life is basically about, you know, living with good virtues, living with, you know, good character. And invest in that, invest in being, becoming the best version of you, okay? You know, uh, uh, what we can be, what, you know, we must be. That's, you know, that's one of the quotes. Mm -hmm. uh, and so in that journey, what we need to do is to really, we all have flaws, we have shadows, we have, you know, things that we need to get better at, okay? We will, you know, how we treat people, all human beings are equal, but do we really treat them as well? Okay, we get triggered. We, you know, we respond poorly. 
So there are many things that we need to work on ourselves to become that better version. And they are really, the character is the backbone of that. We need to work on that to be able to become a better version. So that's the first track of saying that, you know, focus on becoming a better person on a day-to-day basis and evaluate it from the things that you do, you know, figure out what's important to you and be you. We're not saying you become a different person. Be you, but be the best of you. The second track that you move is... Let's just pause on this one for a little bit so that we can just, um, you know, expand on it. So when you say become a better version of me, right? Uh, what is the pursuit? Like, how should somebody start thinking about it? Is, it? is it like from today onwards, I'll be doing this. From today onwards, I'll be doing that. Like, how should somebody hold it in their mind saying that? Or is it just an idea saying, yeah, I want to become a better person and then move on? Okay. So we can think of it from a frame of saying, you know, uh, what's important to me? Like, for example, when you ask people, they'll say, okay, integrity is important to me. Honesty is important to me. Uh, being lovable is important to me. Okay, so there are certain things which you can yourself define from your own personality. What's important for me, for example, treating everybody equally is important to me as a thing. Now, the so first frame is to see it from a thing of saying, what is do I think is important to me? Okay, then because if you even take the point of integrity, then it is to test that to say, okay. I, is it just for show or is it real? Because tomorrow, if your company asks you to bribe somebody, will you do it or not? So then that's when the test comes. So if it's, you know, if you're willing to do it, then probably you need to reevaluate and say, it's just, you know, it's an eyewash. I'm really not. And that also may be okay. But that is not something which is really important to you because you're not acting, you know, in sync with that. So then there is a disparity that you'll say, no, no, but it is important to me. Then, okay, then you need to do something about it. Mm-hmm. You need to say, these are the things that are important to me. Okay? And those things could be to live with hope, to live with you know, zest or energy, you know, to live with, uh, to become uh, a master of myself. So you can identify your own virtues of what you, are, you want to pursue. Correct. Have a frame of saying, how am I really demonstrating these today? Mm. Be truthful about it. Then you get a gap. Then it is about filling that gap of saying. Mm-hmm. So, for example, in my own case, my one of the important things for me is, as I mentioned, I want to treat everybody equally, if it's my team or if it's my thing. But, you know, do I really do that? And then I realize that there are times when, you know, in conversations with people, I come across as being condescending or I come across as being, you know, uh, aggressive and, and that upsets the other person. And then what I need to do to become a better me is to say, I need to correct this. And how do I do it is two ways. One is that I go and tell that person, communicate saying that, hey, it was not my intention to be this way. And hence, you know, and, I, and I'm, that is, that is not the way I wanted to come across to you. It was just that we were arguing about something. And it was just my way of putting it across as a thing. So you clarify that, you know, which is, which requires introspection to say, hey, you know, I want to be this. I know I didn't show up that way and I'm willing to do the thing. And then the next time, try and not do it. Mm-hmm. So that's your journey. What's important? Where am I now with respect to those? How am I showing up? You know, where are the things? Take, take corrective action when you make those mistakes. Be willing to say, I am, I was wrong. 
and I'm, I'm I want to show up better than what what I came across, and then incorporate it in a way saying that every day I will evaluate. You know, and same way, how do I treat the waiter? How do I treat uh, the security? How do I treat you know everybody else? And then you will know. And what happens when that becomes important is I know when I don't come across in the right way to them. That's an opportunity again to correct it. Okay, so make it important. Know what your gaps are. You know, be willing to do the thing, difficult things. Because to somebody in my team, if I didn't go and tell them, hey, I didn't show up properly, maybe they may not mind it that much. But for me, it's important. Correct. And hence, I need to go and change it. That's the that's the difference because people say, oh, nobody complained. So what is the thing? So I should be a good person only, right? No, no, that's not that's not it. Nobody is, you know, you are the watcher. The watcher is in you. Correct. Bring the watcher to pay attention to who you should be and live in alignment with who you think you want to be as a thing. I think that's so critical. You know, it's like the Stoic philosophers talking about virtues and character and things like that. And, you know, and it's all about understanding this one thing. What are your principles that you're going to be living your life by? Yes. And what you said was so true. Are you embodying those principles or you're not? And my principles are different from your principles. So right. it is a very, very personal journey that you're on. So understanding it from that lens, saying that I'm not doing this for society, but I'm doing this for myself. And then getting your feedback loop on, did I do it this time? Did I not? What can I improve on? Understood. All right, great. So that is step one. Yes. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. Welcome back. Let's jump into the conversation. Super. All right. Step two. Okay. So uh, we move on to the next quest, which is called purpose. Pursuit of purpose. Okay. And uh, this, of course, is uh, very interesting. It's a big one because I keep getting questions on, yeah. Ashden, I don't have my purpose. I'm 19 and I don't have my purpose. And <laughs> all sorts of people. You have people from 60 who are saying I don't have my purpose and 19 who say I don't have my purpose. Tell me about this. So, okay, this is my own theory. Hmm. And uh, of course, you know, based on several experiments and readings that I've done. So I'm looking at it from uh, two tracks. One is the track of expression. The track of expression is to identify what you're really good at and really bring that to the fore. And, you know, kind of pursue it relentlessly till you've really, you know, kind of done the best you can with that particular talent. Okay, that's first track of expression. Second track is around experience. Mm. We're all here to experience life. The experience is meant to teach us something and make us learn something and grow. Mm. Okay. And that experience is, is about how life is, you know, teaching you certain things, which you're meant to learn. When you learn that, okay, you're living your purpose. So it's a two pronged thing because often purpose kind of was only looked at from a lens of, you know, professional accomplishment in, in many ways, right? I've not seen it that way because there are so many people who are, you know, doing other things and, and so on. So this is a two-pronged thing, but both these exist. First is to work with your unique talent. The second is the fact that life is meant to teach you something. Can you learn what it is that, and how do you do this? Now, the second part of that answer is for each of these. Now, okay, fine. I buy this to, to an extent. What do I do? Right. Mm. For your unique talent, you know, for me, it is in a way, 
it's like being something being hidden in plain sight mm. it's there it's around you you know it at times but it's never you know kind of right in front of you you know kind of solved and said oh okay this is your purpose go do this kind of a thing but because it is around your unique skill it is not a skill that you are going to develop in 40 mm. it is something which is there with you and through you so you have to pay attention to the things that you that that you are like to engage with that makes you come alive things that you've done well in the past things that others are doing that you resonate with okay and so on so those are your clues of saying okay what's this unique thing and then you'll know and it is not in the field of a particular thing it could be anything it could be in music you know you're doing podcasts now, there is a, a clue to that as a thing right so there is this whole clues which are hidden but there for you to see and you to think now what happens is sometimes we know or we know what our unique talent is but we are stuck in what we are doing saying that oh but i know i want to be a musician but then i want to be able to earn so much money who said you don't know but you're not willing to take that risk then you don't pursue it you wait for something to derail and then you are forced to saying okay then maybe you'll try something else again that also doesn't work you say okay finally i give up i am not cut out for this i should go back and do this and and and, and today in covid i think a lot of people have had that opportunity because Correct. people are getting uh, that much time so that's the first part in terms of how you tap out that unique talent pursue it invest in it see what comes out of it and nobody's asking you to quit your job they're saying pursue it test it see where it takes you you know see if you can bring some elements of it into your current job grow it grow it some doors will open some things will change and you will become clearer maybe from there it leads you somewhere else to finally you know to hit that sweet spot of okay i am good at this and i really enjoy doing this Lovely. and it makes me come alive you know this is so your, important because yeah. people keep saying that how do i start my second my passion project i know what i want to do i know the business that i want to start but how and that's exactly it start small yeah. you don't have to quit your job but start doing something along the lines yes. perfect okay. sorry continue sir so the second part is around experiencing mm. right now there the clues are hidden in your pain the clues are hidden in where you are blocked where is it that things are not working so in your life what is not working for you is it in relationship is it in work is it in you know health is it in some other place where are your pain points mm. the pain points give you the clues to see okay what is it that i'm not doing right which is then causing me this pain mm. okay and to then to dive a little bit deeper into that aspect of saying okay maybe i'm holding on to a lot of resentment mm. and that's then causing you know you know acidity for me that's then causing you know pain for me and that's causing a break in my relationships as a thing then you're the pain points give you the clue of saying okay then what do i do you need to learn to let go of that resentment you need to learn forgiveness you need to learn gratitude okay when you do that then the you know that that particular issue lightens up it it, it starts disappearing it starts reducing then you know okay this is on my right track okay and especially the, there is a theme because most people live their entire life without understanding this mm. that some people for example anger is something that they need to heal okay and then the their when their focus is completely external they're always trying to say okay i'm judging you i'm complaining i'm blaming you etc but never understanding that 
this is causing me pain my being angry is causing me pain mm. i need to get rid of this i need to see how i can solve this when you go on that journey of trying to do something then you start working on yourself and you say right. okay this is not easy i've been like this throughout my life so what do i do then you mm. say okay there are steps you can do you can learn to do forgiveness through journaling you can do meditation you can do breath work you can do other forms of therapy if required whole bunch of things can be done as a so when you learn these two things these are your you know two weapons mm. that unique skill maximize that expression in your experience of life keep looking at what life is trying to teach you and you know kind of work on that aspect when you improve on that then these are interlinked as you work on work on this you you release your resentment you release your anger to focus on your you know on your uh, unique skill improves much further you go some steps you'll hit another barrier but it's like it's like an onion peel okay this is not you know often we want one thing oh okay done this is it right but it's not like that mm. the whole learning happens in in cycles you will hit a small thing once you pursue it things get better then you'll hit another thing then you know okay but you but by the time you realize that you're on the right path because something's improved mm. then you go deeper and say okay i'm getting stuck again that means that you know there's something more to be done in this space okay for example one of the things that for me that i need to work on is to be able to appreciate more mm. to be able to you know be more uh, expressive about my love okay and i'm i'm very you know very bad at it throughout my but that's the lesson i'm getting that message you know but you know and every time i'm it's coming from the office it's coming from home saying that hey you need to work on it so then i do something then i say okay uh, i'm going to try something new so i leave some chits for my wife you know on the mirror saying that hey i appreciate this because it doesn't come naturally i appreciate her but i don't tell it okay and then you know i have to do some of these things as a thing for that you know to bridge that gap and Definitely. once i do that and suddenly something will shift you see that oh okay something is changing because of that i need to do more of it mm. okay and then you can even set targets for example a simple thing that i do is also to say okay you know one of my to dos in my office is to appreciate one person every day mm. okay and if i forget it a few days it's okay but it's always there in front of me to remind me saying that hey this is a thing that you need to work on work on it get better at it as a thing so the so the pursuit of purpose is really coming from these two streams saying that you know learn grow come better express keep expressing get better at it you know and and as you do each of these you know things get come clearer but this is not a like a instant two minute note this takes time because life is meant to be thing it's not see the end of the movie we know that we will die okay that's the end is thing but oh my god you just gave her gave the ending away oh yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> so the script is what is important Correct. right and unveiling that is really the journey and so we sh- we don't have to be in a hurry but we need to be in the pursuit the you journey know, what pursuit. you said is so powerful because um and i was i was enjoying the examples that you were giving because they were nothing but habits right create little notes for your wife show appreciation as a habit um show appreciation to your team members as a habit you know and how you're doing it with the with a to do list i think that is stuff that we can take away and immediately start implementing also yes. so i think that's very very critical 
Lovely. I like that idea of pursuit being something that, you know, you know that you're good at, that you've seen, and what are you learning and what is your pain point that you're growing from. Absolutely brilliant. All right. So, number three. All right. So, number three is a big one. Mm. And uh, this is really about balance. Mm. And uh, we need to look at life as different dimensions. We give undue importance to work and career. But that is only one aspect of our lives. We have to look at life mm. as a broader spectrum. Mm. Okay, there is health, mm. there's career, there are relationships, there's abundance, there is self-care, there is spirituality, there is parenting, there is social. So that's all these dimensions. Mm. Now, the way to be happy is to not ignore any of these dimensions and invest in all of them. But you don't need to invest equally in all of them at the same time. Mm. So there are two aspects here. One, look at your life from all these dimensions. Make sure they're balanced and at, at a level that you want it to be. But at a certain point of time, your priority may be a certain dimension and you can invest more in that dimension. But make sure that the other dimensions are not ignored or they Important. don't go below a certain threshold. Mm. When you do that, then you are, you know, likely because what happens, and this is a very, very thing, right? Because uh, we see this so often at work that, you know, burnouts and things like that. It's all happening because your focus on work is so much more disproportional than, you know, the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And when you've not prioritized and, you know, budgeted time for these things, then, and you, your only focus becomes work and the rest of it suffers. Your health suffers. Okay. Your relationships suffer. Okay. Your uh, self-care suffers and then obviously unhappiness uh, you know kind of sprouts and we are one person you cannot divide you into saying oh when I come to office I will be a completely different person sometimes you do that switch that there is a switch some people can do but at the back of your head if your relationship is not going well that is troubling you that is not going to let you be in flow that's not going to help with your focus it is going to bother you you know, and, and only if you remove that, then you have your complete attention available to do what you want to do now. People ignore this a lot of time and then they say, oh, okay, relationship is going, you know, but we know for a fact that when relationships are not going well, a top performer, suddenly, you know, you can see the dip. Correct. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's really happened in my life as well. I, I completely yeah. agree with you. Do you have a list of dimensions that you should be focusing on? On the dimensions? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, is there a set list or is it or is it different for different people no I think see it's it's a set list mostly mm -hmm. it's health relationship career health, relationship career mm -hmm. uh, abundance or wealth uh, social life uh, spiritual life uh, parenting and self-care and self-care yeah. these eight Yes. Right. So these are things that you should focus on, at least look at from your life saying which one are more focused on, which one they're less focused on. And for example, I'm not very social. For me, the scale on 10 that I want to be on social can be six. Mm. But I need to be at six. That's the point that if I'm not, then I become antisocial. Then that causes, you know, a different, uh, you know, kind of uh, pain as a thing. And again, these are also about, you need to look at, for, for example, when my first daughter was born, she was premature. And at that point of time, parenting needed attention. So I couldn't 
focus on social. I couldn't focus, you know, on even career to uh, to a large extent. And but that point of time, that was most critical. So my priority reduced, and I said I consciously know I'm I'm kind of reducing my attention on other aspects because I need to do more on this. And at That's certain right. points, you can switch. Maybe you know, okay, right now I'm writing my book, so then there is a little bit of higher priority I I give to that through my Know, uh, self-care dimension and so on. So you can do those shifts as a thing, but the threshold should not, you know, ever go below a certain limit, and then you know that that causes pain. Beautiful. All right, lovely. Focus on your dimensions. Yeah, Shriram, how can people get in touch with you? How can people um, buy your book? Um, you know, follow you. What are what are the ways in which people can stay in touch with you? So my book is the Happiness Habits. I'm I'm launching it on November twenty fourth. And uh, we have a website called happinesshabits.in, which has all the information that's uh, that's required about the book. I have some free resources and we are bundling in a whole bunch of uh, resources for people who are going to buy the book. Because a lot of these things that we're talking about need some material for you to be able to track it and, and manage it effectively. So all that is going to be given free along with the book, because the intention is not for you to buy the book and keep it. Mm. Even if you're going to do, you know, two things from the book. Okay. That's good enough, but it is about taking action Definitely. and to enable taking action. There are a bunch of resources, which we've put there and I'm going to keep adding stuff over there so that it gives people the uh, opportunity to, you know, kind of uh, engage with it better and keep making uh, progress. So the book has all the contact and I mean, this website has all the contact information that is required. And uh, my personal email is is also available for uh, people to reach out to me. It's uh, uh, it's srsriram.com at gmail.com. Uh, srsriram at gmail.com, sorry. So people can write into me and, uh, you know, and I'm happy to respond to people as a thing. So that's, uh, that's yeah, that's what it is. I hope uh, people buy the book and uh, benefit from it because uh, I do, you know, feel that you know, there's, going to be at least a few things that people will resonate with and it it will make a difference. Superb. Best of luck. Make sure that you do buy Sri Ram's book. Check it out. Happiness Habits, releasing 24th November. Superb. Sri Ram, thank you so much for coming on the Habit Coach Podcast. It was absolutely brilliant having you here. Thank you, Ashton. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. So that was Sri Ram and we were talking about our happiness habits. Um, do check out his book. It's called Happiness Habits. It's going to be launched on the 24th of November. We have a second part of this episode coming out soon. So stay tuned and listen to that because we talk about the remaining steps towards getting happiness as your habit. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media we are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Ashtin Doc on Twitter and Instagram. You can find lots more information on my website, awesome180.com or check out different content on my YouTube channel called A-W-E-S-O-M-E 180. That's Awesome 180.